So over 117 years ago, in 1903, uh, Mr. Frank Fuster Chamberlains, also known as Uncle Frank, opened his first trading store in Riviera, north of Pretoria. At the time, he supplied the community with produce and second-hand building materials. A true family business, Frank Herbert Chamberlain, Uncle Frank's nephew, inherited the business in 1944 and by 1968, Frank's son Philip and Darby joined the business. Fast forward to 2020 and Chamberlain's now the fourth generation of family working in the business and boasts eight stores that service a strong and loyal community base in Gauteng with all their building material, hardware and home improvement needs. Chamberlain is best known as a family business who are recognized for their personal service from the friendly and knowledgeable staff. Today we are privileged to speak to Miss Catherine Chamberlain, the Retail Sales Director for Chamberlain's. Welcome Catherine. Thank you. Thank you Albert. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Um, we're looking forward to and finding out a little bit more about Chamberlain. So I've got yeah. a few questions for you, uh, Catherine. Sure. Um, we, what we also do is we, we keep it to our clients. We want to make sure that you know, everybody's attention span is all over the place at the moment. So what we do is we ask good questions, hopefully, and that, that will strike a hard or a chord with either your customers, suppliers, or whoever is mm. part of the Chamberlain family. So what are the key Chamberlain values that have helped the business grow in what it is today? Well, that's an easy one, Albert, because we are a values-driven organization. It's, it's part of our DNA that we um, we have company values that are as old as the company, and we make all our decisions based on those values so, and have, you know, since the beginning of the company. And those three values, they're up on our walls everywhere. Our staff learn them when they join. Um, we refer to them in meetings. So, it's you know, it's part of our, our, our fabric. And it's, it's hard work, integrity, and progress with caution. Those are the three. Um, they don't sound very glamorous, um, no. especially, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, they, they've stood us through, through, you know, tests and time, and, and really they've, you know, they've helped us get through the last 100-plus years. Yeah. You know, Catherine, I think that if you, you know, and, and normally what people do is we want to, you know, this massive upright and beautiful fancy words and et cetera, what mm. we want to do in business, where actually it comes down to the basics. And the hard work, you know, it's a fundamental, yeah. I think, of any success, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And if you think about integrity, it's so important that we drive that um, as a brand. We find ourselves in situations where in this country we don't always feel like what is that difference? What's the point of all of it? So yeah. integrity yeah. is so important to keep Absolutely. that. Um, and it, that reflects in your products, your after-sale care and your services. And then progress with caution. I can tell you now I'm going to steal <laughs> this word. Yeah, look. I mean, that, that integrity thing, like you say, in, in, it's more needed than ever. And I th it's not just about honesty. I think, it's, I think it's that we choose integrity when we deal with our suppliers. You know, we, we, we treat them authentically as, as partners. Um, we treat our customers with integrity. We genuinely want to know what they need and, and how we can service that need. And, you know, we treat our staff with integrity. And, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a small word, but it, it means a lot. Um, and yeah, the progress, of course, and it's got two parts to it. You know, it's progress, so moving forward, improvement. Um, we're always trying to adapt and, and change, but the with caution, and I think that's our Scottish uh, risk averse um, blood coming through there. You know, we 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 very risk averse, we very cautious, um, and you know that we haven't grown 
dramatically or, or aggressively, but because we grow with caution. We, we do it safely and we never want to take on too much or do something too risky that jeopardizes the longevity of the of the company um, and the livelihoods of the people that we support. So, yeah, it's, it's two parts to that. And, no, we take it very seriously. Well, if you look at a general rule of thumb for across the world, businesses on average, and, it, and, and I'm talking big brands, small brands, um, mm. uh, but would surprise you, on, especially on big brands, and a company only st- stays in business for an average of 20 years. That's the global mm. idea. So let me tell you what, if you've been in business since 1903, and like I mentioned to you just a little bit earlier, where two wars, a Great Depression, you've got prime rates soaring to 25%, political mm. unstableness, um, and and so those three values that you just mentioned, we'll pay attention, Catherine, because mm. you've shattered the 20-year the rule in its entirety, and you've done it through tremendously challenging times as a family mm. and as a generation of family business. So as South Africans, we should be tremendously proud of a business like this. But, you know, we're in the hardware business, so it's not always the sexiest. Am I right, Catherine? <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. I always yeah. see when you hear interviews on radio, it's always with the banks and the big tech businesses and etc. Yeah. Where, where this is the real economy. This is where we, we, mm. uh, the real economy where people, normal people day to day live in and mm. we see this every day. Yeah. <laughs> so leading on, you know, what has it taken as a local business to be traveling yeah. through all that political turbulence, all the mm. major economic swings over the last hundred years? What do you say would be yeah. the main reasons for you making it to this point? Yeah, so this one, you know, again, I said earlier uh, before we started that I, I felt a little embarrassed talking on behalf of the company. You know, I've only been 10 years uh, in the business, although, you know, a family member for longer. Yeah. But, um, uh, so, I, I mean, I, I can't speak with authority. It wasn't me that made those decisions, and, and I can't take credit for it. Um, but, you know, I've been, you know, we speak about this as a family often, and my dad and my uncle, who, who both worked at the company for 50 years plus, now each of them um and you know they've they've seen it all they they really have and um you know to your question of what does it take i think one of the things is that their experience um has given us confidence to weather um these types of things because you know the more you survive the more you think you can survive um and i think um you know, if I, if I try and think about what it is about their attitude and, and you know, um, I suppose my grandfather's attitude, um, it's, it's this thing of, of positivity that, um, you know, that there's a commitment to the future and that you do think that if you work hard and that you put effort in, there is going to be a positive outcome. I think, you know, if you, um, I think it's Yanni Mutan. Uh, that said that, you know, a negative person doesn't accomplish anything. And, and that's, you know, that's true. I think a positive person and a positive company that feels that, you know, they can weather a storm and that it's worth it to, to push through, um, I think those are the ones that succeed. So I think that's, that's what it's taken. Uh, you know, a lot of other things as well. Yeah, but course, if I had to yeah. kind of just express one thing, it's a, it's a commitment to South Africa and a commitment to the future um, that has, you know, helped the company weather those storms. Yeah, it's just an amazing re- resilience um, that mm. that is shown by people in human nature. Um, mm. You know, because there were so many opportunities where it could have gone left or right. And, you know, yeah. I completely agree with you because we know that there's realities in this world and in this life, you know. But what we mm. always try and do is, is, to, is to focus and speak about what can be possible. What yeah. is the positiveness? What is the reason we do this? What is the sustainability idea behind it? You know, what's the impact of our decisions and the economic effects? 
effect of, of our community in which we serve. So, mm. we, you know, Lasha is also 1927, you know, so there's been similar. Yeah, uh, yeah, similar, yeah. Similar, <laughs> it's been through yeah, a lot as well. 100%. Yeah, you just, we just got one world war about you. you yeah, know, you that's what? Got. Exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> so, yeah. And it is really, if you also speak to Lasha's generations of family, it's it's those fundamentals mm. that everybody carried forward and then, and then uh, empowered the next generation to continue going mm. forward on. And then we obviously take what we've learned, take the, the modern times into action. And I think that's why you're an incredible asset. And I can tell you now, you've been there for 10 years. I've looked at your journey and the mm. company has gone forward incredibly well. Um, so well done to all the current mm. management and, and staff and the, mm. everybody that's putting stuff on the shelves, the merchandisers, yeah, the people that, yeah. that at the tolls, you no, know, yeah. greeting us in the morning, every single one of them. We are so grateful. Mm. You know, I when they when they pick up a lasher tool or when they pick up a product in, in store and we've been there so many times and they explain it to you and they, they really go the extra mm-hmm. mile. Oh, that's just absolutely you. incredible. And that's why, you know, we are the type of business we, 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 we used to call ourselves metal bashers. We actually now metal masters because we said that we've got this uh, humbleness in what we do. Um, yes. You know, and, and that's why all, to all the staff at Chamberlain's, it's incredible that you are all part of this journey. And, you know, I've never seen Catherine when I go into a store and, and absolutely no uh, uh, punt at that, but your mm. staff has provided the experience that the family has put yeah. forward, and that's an incredible feat on its own. No, thank you, thank you. I mean, we think they stars, so it's lovely to hear that that you know other people do. So that's thank you. That's it's great a, to hear. It's a pleasure. Mm. So anybody that goes into a Chamberlain stores, they know these things very well. Mm. You experience the staff; they're always welcoming, they're friendly, they're knowledgeable, they're eager to help. Why is this so prevalent, mm. and how do you get this right? Yeah, look, <laughs> that's the million-dollar question. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I, I'd like to think we, we don't, I mean, I know we don't get it right all the time, but I'd like to think we get it right more often than not. And, yeah, and, um, yeah to, that consistency is, is the trick, you know, because um, everyone has a good day, but, you know, to have a good day all the time is, is what, what's the challenge. And I've also been thinking about that and why is it that our staff um, care you know what yeah you know, I suppose that's the difference is yeah. that they really care okay. about their customers yeah. and I, I think it starts with because the company cares for them okay. so um, you know if I go back to that values yes. driven approach and how we do business you know we're not in it to you know make a profit and we're not in it to um, grow at a certain speed we're really in it to be a, a caring corporate citizen and, and we care about our staff. And so, um, you know, I think that's the one thing is, is to have that values different approach to, to how you engage with your staff. I think the second thing is that we've always thought, and we stole this phrase actually from Bunnings in Australia. They sort of like a builder's warehouse equivalent in Australia. And they've got a, a phrase um, that they say, will not skill. And uh, so they employ will for attitude you know they don't employ based on someone's skill set and I think that you know when we heard it we said ah that's what we do because you know we don't you know we hire um, staff really based on their attitude and their sort of um, their their vibe you know like what they what they're bringing to the the table in terms of their proactiveness and their keenness and their passion you know you can always teach them to do something, you can teach them a product. You can right. teach them how to, you know, manage a store shop or whatever. But you know that attitude is is what we look for, and I think, you know, that's that's what we look for when we hire and when we promote. We really try and promote internally. We don't 
you don't fill top positions with external um, um, staff. We really try and find those people in our in our stores and, and promote them upwards. And we think that that kind of helps with with um, you know the attitude that our our staff has. I mean, we've got a really low staff turnover as a result, and yeah. you know all of those things contribute to to the service that customers are getting. And then that investment, you know, I think we, we really, we train our staff training is one of our key um, drivers, our key focus areas. Um, and we, we, we train relentlessly, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and that's not just on product knowledge, um, but it's also on soft skills and leadership skills. And, you know, as a result, we've got a really strong group of leaders that, that, you know, run our branches and, and, you know, they, they are responsible for that that end result in the store, in store, on the floor. So, yeah, I think that's it's all of those things that combine. And as I say, I don't think we get it right all the time, but maybe we get it a little bit more right than the next guy. And, you know, yeah. that's, that's what we're trying to do. So, yeah. There was a major foods group um, a while back. I won't mention any names. They've got about 400 outlets, takeaway outlets across the country. Uh, they paid a group, mm. a group uh, millions to go and do research as to why certain stores performing better than others. You know, is it mm. the, the position? Uh, is it that we're not giving them enough training? And, and after all these millions that they paid, the summary came back and said it's the attitude of the staff. The one star, staff uh, store is just so much better. They're so much more friendlier. They follow through mm. with their customers. They really care about this, the service and the end product that they give them. And it literally came down to those basics. And I think as a basic business, you know, ourselves and you, those are the fundamentals that always seems to work um, the mm. best for all of us. Yeah. And it's the most consistent approach. So it yeah. leads me on to the, the, the foundations that you guys are involved with. Education mm. is a major part for, for, for Chamberlain yeah. and also the yeah. conservation. And it just yeah. shows you that, uh, you know, there's a commercial aspect. And forgive all the staff that work on the floor and – what I mean by the commercial attribute of something like that, people don't actually understand that if you put that love and care into the staff and really give them a place where they can feel passionate about, mm. where they're selling a product that adds value to the end consumer, it's a great customer experience. That's there's a there's a monetary commercial value to that um, mm. that that, pe that is almost the silent salesman or the silent profitable uh, 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 on your ledger or somewhere on your books that it should be that your staff you know on a daily basis if you put a bit of love and care into that they reflect that onto the customer and the, re and the customer mm. becomes your biggest biggest seller of you have to go to Chamberlain you yeah. have to go to this store you must go to this guy yeah. and you must see what he's done yeah, for me yeah. and, and doing it over 100 you know over 100 years later that consistency mm. ultimately shows in the position that you are in at the moment so just tell yeah. us a little bit about why the foundation education and conservation was yeah. initiated yeah so look I mean that's again something that's been part of our DNA since the beginning um, you know it's that responsible, caring corporate citizens. So, you know, we're not in business to make profits. You know, we're really in business to make a difference yeah. in our community. And um, so, yeah, we've always, uh, you know, my grandfather started a primary school, you know, next door to Chamberlain's, uh, you know, we've, we've donated to schools and, you know, it's just, it's just what we do. Um, and yeah, I think, look, we, we, we've, always wanted to donate you know there's so much need in South Africa I mean it's just overwhelming yeah. you know what where, what help is needed and yeah. it can be a little bit daunting and and, and frightening sometimes to say okay well how, how best do we direct the money um and the efforts you know so that it's effective and so um you know the foundation was actually set up a couple of years ago just to help us really 
um, focus those efforts um, and, and you know, on a few centres of excellence where there's really effective work being done in communities, both environmentally and educationally. Um, and so that's kind of just helped structure it a little bit better. And also the foundation means that, you know, if, if the family isn't in, you know, in charge anymore one day and many, many years, you know, that legacy of, of, of um, yeah. you know, commitment to the community persists, you know, long after the family members are gone. So that's why we wanted to just kind of cement it. Um, yeah, on education and environmental, I mean, that's, you know, why those two channels, it's again, just about investing in the country and education is the only way we're going to get ourselves out of any mess that we, you know, that yeah. the country's in. So, you know, that's, we're just passionate about it. We, we are passionate about it with our staff as well. We, we, we sponsor a lot of initiatives with our staff regarding education. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we, as a company donate and as a family donate to, um, Centers of excellence in education. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. We really appreciate that. As all South Africans, you know, for any business yeah. between all the times, because to do business is not always easy. It doesn't really matter where you are in the world. And then on top mm-hmm. of that, to create the space and mind to also give back uh, fundamentally as a family and as a business, it takes effort mm-hmm. to do that. It takes action to do that. Uh, so we really mm-hmm. do want to appreciate that and say thank you very much for all no. of that. Um, you know, you, at the moment, you can just imagine, uh, I think entrepreneurship, education goes together. I think we're going to need a lot of that in order mm. to, to give us all a fight back after, after what we've just gone through. Have you got any advice uh, for local businesses who are seeking to build, a, uh, build and grow a strong brand in a competing market? Mm. Yeah, so again, I, I, prob- I feel a bit cheeky giving advice because I'm not, I haven't... Um, started a company, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've joined a very successful company and my job is just not to mess it up. So, you know, so I'm not going to say I'm going to give advice. I just, again, I'm just thinking of two things that the company's done that come to mind and uh, that I've seen in the, the contractors and the customers that we've served for a long time and I've seen them be successful. You know, those guys, they go through a lot, you know, they, small businesses are, you know, challenged in every way and I was I was thinking of the two things that I've seen consistently exhibited in those guys and then you know from our own company and I think one of the things is is focus so you know the reason Chamberlain can succeed although we are smaller than the big players that that dominate our our market you know we we've managed to succeed because we are very focused in what we do so we can't be everything to everyone um so, you know, we've got a target market customer, you know, that we, we know who they are, we know what they want, and we try our very best to service those needs. Yeah. And so I think focus is one of the things that small businesses can can really um, leverage off. You know, you can you can be a really effective player if you if you focus your efforts um, in one area. Yeah. And then the second thing, and if you've ever been to any of our customer functions and my dad and uncle stand up and sing and talk, they, <laughs> they do a speech. And, um, and they, they, well, one of the things that they always say every year since I've been at the company, it was probably before I joined, um, cash is king. Yeah. And that is, is that, you know, turnover and profit are, are sexy. You know, yes. we were talking about sexiness yeah. being sometimes quite attractive. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one thing, but really, managing your cash flow as a small business and in turbulent times and even when things are going really well, you know, and you think you want to grow quickly, you know, manage your cash flow because cash is king. And, and we've seen companies, you know, live and die because 
you know, they have or haven't managed their cash effectively. And so that's all I can say from observing, you know, our successful customers. So but thank you very much for passing on some mm. of that knowledge to, to us, Catherine, and from the family. Mm. We appreciate that. And you guys have just offered, I mean, expanded and, and started offering, uh, you know, one of the things – um, mm. I, I thought was incredibly awesome is when you started also manufacturing and producing some of the goods, you know, so it's almost factory to retail or direct mm. consumer. Mm. But over the years, you have started offering services like paint mixing, cutting and edging, mm. um, mini loads and bulk directs. Um, uh, you've even got a coffee shop, which is always, always, I, mm. I don't know why, but every time I go in, especially to your Silver Lake store, then I go and grab a coffee for my yeah. shopping experience, you know, yeah. almost like I'm on holiday for 20 minutes. Um, and you've also now done pool water testing, now mm. offer instant EFT. And, you know, this is all stuff to make it easier for your customers to trade with yeah. you um, and also to offer a not a one-stop shop like you, like, you, like we just spoke about focus, but to offer yeah. your clients within that focus uh, to yeah. offer that type of stuff. Is that why yeah. you guys went into all of this? Yeah, exactly. I think you tapped on, you know, that sort of – it's got to be – easy, it's going to be convenient yeah. for your customers. And, you know, that definition of convenience changes over decades and over years, and sometimes it changes instantly. So, for example, you know, convenience, you know, 30 or 40 years ago was, you know, people didn't expect to be able to get um, garden supplies at, at a hardware store. You know, that yeah. was a, it wasn't, um, but as, as the industry changed, um, that that definition of convenience changed for both our trade and our retail customers. So we've had to adapt um, to to remain relevant and to make, to remain useful to them. Yeah. And so, you know, over years, you see those changes. People, people, what people expect from a hardware store has changed, and then sometimes that change is quite instant. So, you know, we we had, um, you know, convenience was you know an online offering, but you know, it's like that as we saw with COVID became you know, really relevant. And yeah. just in a couple of months, we had to, we really had to ramp that up, right? we had, you know, to be convenient to our customers. So I think all those services you've mentioned, yes, they're very focused and they're very targeted on, you know, that group of customer and their needs. Um, and then we've been, we've tried to be dynamic in, in how we adjust that offering um, to fit what the customer needs, not what we want to necessarily provide. And yeah, I mean, you touched on the coffee shops and everything. I think, uh, you know, that's a need that customers have that goes, I think, a bit beyond uh, a product. Mm. I think people want retail spaces to be well welcoming and, yeah. and enjoyable and rewarding to, to, to visit, um, especially because of the competition of online and, and the rest. So, you know, how do you make your stores uh, a rewarding place to visit? Um, for your customers and and so some of those elements are you know around displays and and coffee shops and and, and things like that so yeah that's the, that's the thinking behind it well i can just tell you that all our experience mm. so far your staff in the coffee shops they set the tone it's almost first impression you know it depends mm. on on your first time visiting or where you walk into the store or you know so and, and many times they offer first impression and i can tell you mm. now they're doing it spot no, on. thank you thank you so some a little bit of a selfish question about mm. Lasha. Mm. How does the Lasha brand fit into yes. your business, and and why do you choose to stock and continue to support Lasha? Wow. Well, so I, you know, they said you might ask me this, and I, I, mm. I mean, I always knew Lasha as as honest, reliable suppliers. You know, dealing with with them from from our head office there, we've we've you know, it's just yes. been a great supplier to work with. But I thought, you know what? 
knowing that question's coming, let me go to the floor and, and ask some of the guys at work and ladies at work in, in the department there where, they, where we sell these tools. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I walked down there and, I mean, I, I, I was reminded how strong the brand is, the colors, and, and, and it's really, um, it's a real effective branding. You know, those colors have been, I don't know how long they've been, but they feel like they've been like that forever. So <laughs> it's an instantly recognizable product. Yeah. Um, and I spoke to the ladies and guys down there and I said, well, you know, what, what, what do you think when I say lasher? Because, I mean, these are the guys that, that sell the product. Mm. They're the ones that recommend it to our customers. And uh, the one guy said, you know, no, no, these tools are strong. They're the strongest tools. You can't get anything stronger. And then I asked the next guy, and he said, quality. Just yes. quality products, you know. And then I spoke to a lady who actually has worked in landscaping before she worked with us. I mean, she really is a garden tool expert. You know? she's, yes. she's, yeah. And she said, one word, reliability. She said, it's a product that I feel confident using when I, when I used it in my own um, work, when my own business. And I, I you know, recommend it to the customers that come in because I can trust it. It's reliable. And I thought, you know, that's, that says it all. I mean, yeah, you know, so, nice. and I think those are words that we want to be associated with our brand um, and our company. Um, those are those are values that, that we we also want. We also want to be reliable and trustworthy and and be known for that. And I, I suppose that's where that that overlaps. It you know that that's what Lasher is to to our staff. And and that's not just you know a marketing person pushing that. That's yes. our staff really believe that. And you know that's what the customers believe. So. Well, um, yeah, that's that. Oh, Catherine, thank you so much. Mm. You know, thank you so much for for taking that time to also mention that, and to the people that also gave you that feedback, or to all the team mm. members that gave you that feedback. <laughs> you know, I, I almost yeah. want to say, where can I hire them? Because that is yeah. the perfect summary. <laughs> well, the way they work for you, they yeah. do yeah. they, they sell your product, they believe your product. Yeah. Uh, well, to yeah. each, each one of them, thank you for summarizing <laughs> it so well, and also yeah. selling those fundamentals and values to our customers, because we also don't get it right all the time. Catherine we mm. we have our in, internal challenges we have challenges into the market we mm. all, also went through moments that we didn't feel so good about ourselves but 1927 and here we are later those are the perfect summary for the Lasher brand because we engineers mm. that stuck to the quality part of it mm. and you know that's also why Chamberlain is such an incredible store for us because I said to my wife the other day that over the years you know uh, stores in some ways have become sponsor shops. A lot of stores have become sponsor shops. And what I mean by that is, is that you go in there and it's only the cheapest options available in the market. And I always think to myself, why do you want to cheapen your customers like that? You know, mm. we want a reliable product. We want a great quality product, but we also want to have a great service. And then I think most importantly, yeah. we want to know that it gets backed up, you know, and that's our commitment, especially to somebody like a Chamberlain, where we, mm. your clients will have a hundred percent satisfaction and if they don't, we will back that up. Um, mm. And that's always what I say about the incredible community or the credible partnerships that local suppliers and, and stores like yourself can 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 form and offer this incredible value to the end consumers. And mm. I'm so privileged this morning to have spoken to you and to get a little know the Chamberlain yeah. better and all the team members <laughs> and nothing I ever do there again will be the same. And I hope that's the same <laughs> for, for everybody listening to this as well. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed the time chatting to you and I think I've also learned a lot about the, I suppose, the DNA of Lash as well. So thank you. This has been really rewarding for me to be part of this. 
Thank you very much, Catherine. And I hope we can invite you again soon onto the show. Um, and, Anytime. And, and <laughs> what will we talk about? <laughs> yeah. I can talk a lot about I can get okay. a lot. You, you can give me, uh, with talking to you, I can come up with a lot of things that will be okay. valuable for people to hear. Mm. Um, but mm. I just want to also just end and, and say to everybody at Chamberlain, every single store, every guy that takes the stock in in the morning, the ones that dust the stock off when mm. we walk in there as yeah. customers, Mm. The guy that makes the coffee and puts a little smiley face on the coffee mm. at the top, every Better. single one of them, mm. you know, we acknowledge you, we praise you, and we salute you. And thank you through thank this you. time that even with all the challenges in the last seven months, we personal families have gone through very bad times yeah. and moments. Yeah. We've all had to rethink who we are. I was mm. in the store last week, Friday, and when I walk in there, it just takes away all the concerns for the day because the staff reflect this incredible passion. And I know mm. that it's real because it's consistent. Mm. Um, so thank you very much to everyone. No, of thanks, you, and, and thank you for the leadership from everybody at Chamberlain so that we have a store like this mm. to talk about um, and a generations of business to talk about. We are so privileged mm. and thank you very much for keeping your roots in SA. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Not going anywhere. We love it, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Catherine. Cool. Bless everybody Thanks there once again you for your too. time. You too. Cheers, hey. Thanks, Catherine. Bye.